You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. planning to hang out with some friends or go to the gym and you don't know what to wear even though your closet is full and your drawers are so stuffed that they won't shut you feel like you have nothing to wear and you're so bored of all of your clothes this is why crystal kiss offers a wicked selection of true crime merch to bring your wardrobe to life from hoodies leggings and t-shirts to joggers crop tops and tank tops crystal kiss has you covered Offered in so many designs, Crystal Kiss can make you stand out and feel dazzled. Make a fashion statement with Crystal Kiss. Check out crystalkiss.com today. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 22-year-old Kristen Huggins of Trenton, New Jersey. Kristen was born in January 1970 in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. She recently graduated Temple University Art School in Pennsylvania, and she was living with her parents and was excited to get a job. She had a red Toyota MR2 sports car. She saved her money to buy that car, and she loved it. On the morning of December 17, 1992, Kristen drove her car from her parents' home in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, to the Trenton Club in downtown Trenton, New Jersey. She was going to paint a mural, but she never made it to her appointment. Her parents called her best friend, but she hasn't seen or talked to her. The next day, on December 18th, Kristen's car was found, and the tires were slashed, and it was covered in mud, and there was mud inside the car too. The car was found at a construction site. The construction crew left around 6 p.m. that evening, and the next morning on December 18th, the car was there. So they got the car towed. Apparently, there was a guy who kept pursuing Kristen. Kristen wasn't interested and became uncomfortable. He was an art student too. The police brought him in for questioning, and he refused to take a polygraph test. He told police that he was at work, and with friends and the police confirmed his alibi. The police retraced Kristen's steps. They stopped at a convenience store. Kristen was seen on video buying coffee and cigarettes on the morning she disappeared. She came in the store at 9.06 a.m. and her appointment was at 9.30. The manager of the Trenton Club talked to police. He told police that he saw an African-American man in the parking lot with a bicycle. Then, two young boys informed the police that their uncle, Ambrose Harris, bragged to them about hijacking a red Toyota and how he robbed some white girl. Some witnesses saw Ambrose driving the red Toyota with a Pennsylvania license plate on the night of December 17th. The boys said their uncle killed Kristen and they all had her ID. They told police that they rode in Kristen's car. There was surveillance of Ambrose trying to use Kristen's card at the ATM. The boys were afraid to tell police at first because they were afraid of what their uncle would do to them. Ambrose Harris was a serial rapist and kidnapper. He was already in jail. He kidnapped a 17-year-old girl. She managed to convince him to let her go to the bathroom. And while she was in there, she wrote a note and gave it to the bartender. And the bartender called the police. February 18, 
1993. A woman named Gloria Dunn called the police and told them she's a psychic and that she knows where Kristen's body is. If you're looking for true crime merch with a great fit and feel, look no further. Crystal Kiss has a wide selection of clothes to brighten up your wardrobe. I like to wear clothes that make a fashion statement and says something about me. Like, our true crime and chocolate design describes me very well. I love chocolate and I love watching true crime, so they go hand in hand. Our hoodies are so soft and can be paired with one of our true crime joggers to make a super comfy outfit. Our true crime t-shirts fit two to size and last several washes. For a night out, throw on a pair of heels with one of our true crime leggings and a crop top. Whatever you're doing, Crystal Kiss has you covered. You people in the US get free shipping when you order three or more items. You can also use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. Check out our wicked selection of true crime merch today at crystalkiss.com. She led police to a wooded area in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. There was a white sneaker heel sticking out of the dirt, and there was a body, and it was badly decomposed. She was wearing white sneakers and gray pants. Her body was sent to the morgue to have an autopsy. The autopsy confirmed it was Kristen Huggins, and cause of death was two gunshot wounds to the head. She had dirt in her lungs, so she was buried alive. The police questioned Gloria Dunn. She told police that she didn't shoot that girl, so she admitted that she was there with Ambrose Harris while he assaulted and killed Kristen. Gloria was never a psychic. She just wanted the money. She was charged immediately. A plea bargain was made with Gloria Dunn for a reduced sentence. During trial, she testified that Ambrose asked her to help him rob a Trenton luncheon, and she agreed. They agreed to meet up the morning of December 17, 1992, to carry out the holdup. That morning, Ambrose arrived on a bicycle with a 22 caliber revolver. It was raining, so Ambrose decided to carjack somebody to avoid walking in the rain. Unfortunately, Kristen drove her car into the parking lot and Ambrose followed her on his bicycle. Then he came back driving Kristen's car with Kristen in the passenger seat. He told Gloria to sit in the front seat with Kristen on her lap. Then he drove to a deserted area and forced Kristen into the trunk. Then he drove back to the Trenton Club to get his bicycle, and that's when he was spotted by the manager. Then they drove back to a deserted area, and Ambrose forced Kristen to take off her clothes and raped her anally. Then he shot her in the back of the head. Then Ambrose dragged her body a short distance from the car and hid her body under a discarded mattress. Then they left to go to Ambrose's mother's house to get two shovels. And when they got back, Ambrose shot Kristen again in the face to make sure she was dead. Then they dug a shallow hole and placed Kristen face down in the hole and filled the hole with dirt. Before they left, Ambrose went through Kristen's purse and took $30 out of her wallet and her ATM card. Ambrose told Gloria that he abandoned Kristen's car with its tires slashed, and he covered the car with mud to conceal any fingerprints. Ambrose was arrested 10 days after the murder on an unrelated matter, and at the time of the arrest, the gun used to kill Kristen was found on Ambrose. 
Ambrose was charged with kidnapping and sexual assault incidents involving four other women that had occurred both before and after the murder of Kristen. Gloria was sentenced to 30 years. However, she has been released from prison. There's no information regarding her whereabouts. Ambrose got the death penalty, but the death penalty was abolished in New Jersey in 2007, so it was converted to life without the possibility of parole. But he died at the age of 68 while incarcerated at the New Jersey State Prison in Trenton. The cause of death was not made public. This poor girl, she really, it really was the wrong place at the wrong time. And I think Gloria Dunn is just as bad as him. I mean, obviously he's a little bit worse, but I mean, she was there the entire time. She had a lot of opportunity to save this girl's life and she did nothing. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. Hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. And if you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks, for more real crime stories. Don't forget to subscribe. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.